Welcome to Let's Talk. Here we will focus on the hustle, the juggle, and everyday struggle of small business. About their everyday struggles, stresses, and ways they have been able to overcome the challenges of running their business. We welcome questions and comments, so please feel free to email us at admin at plemonscpa.com. We hope you enjoy, and above all, we hope it helps. Welcome to the Hustle, Juggle, and Struggle of Small Business. I am your hostess, Thalia Williams. We are proudly sponsored by Pontum Financial, connecting your financial dots. Today in the studio, we have David B. Plemons and Rita McDaniel of David B. Plemons CPA. Welcome back, guys. Thank <laughs> you, Thalia. Glad to be here. No doubt. So tell me, some things that have been happening with the firm. I've heard some exciting stuff has been going on. We've had a lot of changes coming up. We, we've totally redesigned how we're doing things. We were all in the office, and I think like a lot of places, we decided to go home. Mm. Let's just go home, keep our employees safe as possible, and nobody wants to go back. We're still working at home. It has worked out absolutely wonderful because of the technology. We've been working towards it anyway as far as building things to make it a perk to allow people to work at home on occasion. We didn't realize we were setting up for the for the COVID period, but it worked out well. Everything we, we've gotten off our internal server, everything we do is online, so we can go sit in Starbucks if we want or wherever as long as we can get to the Internet. We're good to go. Undoubtedly, and, well, you know, being part of this team, that is a perk. I mean, you know, going to office meetings in their pajamas, even though you look appropriate <laughs> on top, mm-hmm. the bottoms, you know, leave a lot to the imagination. But I'm glad to know that you've been able to pivot and change with the times because I know a lot of small businesses weren't able to do that. How has that impacted the morale of the team? Well, I, th- I think it was a, a little slow going to begin with, uh, just learning how to still create a team environment with everybody so spread out apart, you know, so being more proactive in our communication, um, utilizing the technology that we migrated to, to be able to continue to communicate effectively um, and help and encourage our staff the way that they need to be. So I think it was a kind of a learning curve. It took us a little bit to get started, but now that we're, uh, everybody's kind of getting comfortable with it, utilizing text messages and chat and different things like that to, to uh, be able to assist and, and uh, support the way that we used to when we were all together in the office. So, And that's critical too, I would mm-hmm. think, for small businesses who have had to pivot mm-hmm. to that remote learning, remote right. work and things like that, keeping that camaraderie. And the challenge has always been, you know, out of sight, out of mind. But using the technology tools, I think our team has been able to stay somewhat connected. The challenge was not really the technology of doing the work. It was the, the camaraderie. What you guys are calling the camaraderie. You still could go in the next office and say, hey, Susie, can you get me this? Can you do that? Uh, now Susie's connected remotely. So we've, we've worked and developed the tools Instead of physically walking in somebody's office, we can virtually walk in their office with some of the tools that we have. Well, that's good. That's mm-hmm. real good. And I noticed that the team had to adapt. There mm-hmm. was that learning curve. But for most small businesses, that learning curve sometimes is still going on. 
Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because... We've been helping a lot of our clients <laughs> suffer through that mm. kind of transition, you know. So it's it's uh, been interesting and educational at the same time. Which, Undoubtedly. Yeah. Undoubtedly. <laughs> and some businesses weren't necessarily as prepared as others yeah. for the technology technology change. That becomes the difficulty in pivoting as quickly as we were and other small businesses were able to. How have you found your clients been able to adapt? I mean, it's been two years now. Yeah, I, they, I, I feel from my perspective, I, I feel like they're they're um, they're they're finding their way in the new way of business, like the new way business works. So I feel like people are are struggling still a little bit. But that's kind of one of the reasons why we, we decided to kind of change some of the focus of what we're doing inside the business and um, developing what we're calling the HJS Academy, uh, which is more coaching, business coaching and things like that, that are focusing more on the soft skills of business um, than the actual uh, services and, and products that they provide. Um, just because the new way of business is, is actually more dependent now on the soft skills, you mm-hmm. know, management, communication, you know, how do you keep employees? How do you get employees? Because that's a huge challenge right now in the workforce. So it's, you know, changing our mindset of how what we're offering and what we're educating, you know, our client and our client base. Okay, now we need to not just help them with their finances, but also help them uh, pivot the way that they think, their mindset, change their mindset, change how they're interacting with their employees, how they're getting their employees, how they're communicating, um, those kind of aspects. And that's different for a CPA Mm -hmm. firm. David, what do you think about that? How do you feel about it? I I am very pumped. Uh, I think it's it's the way to go. We've, we've historically, when you when you think about accountants, you think about, okay, well, how did I do last year? What was my last year stuff? You're thinking in the past. So by the time you figure out what your tax return or your profit and loss says, you're already four or five months into the future beyond that. So it's hard to really, as a small business, manage your company if you're seeing stuff from the past. So we're through this uh, hustle, juggle, struggle I'm getting it right. Yes, you are. Academy. Uh, we're focusing more on the future. Yes, we're still going to take care of the back end, but we want to help with the with the tax planning, with the business coaching, uh, being more proactive. We were just had lunch today with some people. We were talking about helping them to use their accounting system, QuickBooks, which is m- more current, and it helps them to see the future by using some of the features that. You know, a year or two years ago, we wouldn't have even thought about. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, the the tools have always been there. Mm-hmm. It's just now they're actually being put into use and application. And for some businesses who only may have used one component of, we'll just say QuickBooks, now they're like, oh, they had all of this. I can use mm-hmm. that for this. And because they've had to pivot, they've had to use an accounting system now that was able to adapt and pivot with them. But if they didn't know it existed or how to use it, but now that they have the opportunity to use it, that's where another coaching skill set comes yeah. in. And, and it goes beyond just, uh, you know, using the numbers to benefit them and stuff like that. So we're using our partners as well um, in in our little circle, you know, the, of, of, of what we have to, to help them expand in different ways, to um, offer benefits, different types of benefits, to attract the right kind of employees that they want, you know. So because you have to think about the employee future as well as their future um, and what they want to offer to support that. Um, so it bringing in other individuals that are 
you know, have their expertise in different fields is is kind of the focus of what the HJS Academy is going to be. Um, it's not just going to be accounting or coming just from a CPA perspective. It's going to come from multiple different perspectives from different individuals that have, you know, the expertise in their field that they can provide a different perspective, which I think is is the key to all small business owners these days is to have the right perspective True and enough. mindset. It's the we got a guy concept. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Explain that to me, David. Well, it's you know we're you're sitting down working with somebody and they decide, oh, we needed to be we need to be an LLC. We need to change our corporate structure. We got a guy. You know, you got an attorney you'd like to use. Great, we recommend use an attorney to do this. Have you don't have one? We got a guy. We got mm. an attorney. We can refer to you. We work with this attorney all the time. Uh, we do it with financial planners, with insurance people, with bankers. We got a guy. Right. That's that um, professional support, that Absolutely. trusted advisory um, mantra and the mission statement that we have for the firm. Also, I noticed that um, we have a new location. We do. We do. We have been as part of our heart, I guess is the lack of a better way. For years and years, we've been wanting to educate. The hustle juggle struggle is all about education, teaching, helping business owners be proactive, understand what they're doing. And we've been going to the town of Victoria, Texas, which is a little over 100 miles from here, for eight to 10 years doing planting seeds. Think about the, you know, we're we're the little farmer just throwing seeds on the side of the road. Some of them take, some of them don't. Uh, And we've been planting seeds down there. And a lot of those seeds happen to be coming to fruition right now. There's a guy we want to get retire from his practice, contacted the people because he knew people that we knew. We got a guy, okay? And this thing just worked out. So we now have an office in Victoria. So Uh, if you're listening, we do have an office in Victoria. That is the David B. Plemons CPA firm. So now we're we're growing. We're actually doing what we've been helping our clients to do. Yes. Yeah. We're growing. Yeah. And we're, we're, you know, one of the plans that that we had had prior to COVID was to expand in Victoria. So we'd already kind of been looking in that area to begin with for a long time. And we thought because of how COVID made us pivot our business and we were going to, you know, more online, more, we weren't going to have actual, a need for actual locations and things, but we have found that to be different in Victoria. So um, different, different demographic, different, you know, locations, different places, you know, so um so some things are going to stay the same and some things have changed, but uh, it's nice to see that the the brick and mortar, the the face-to-face meetings and stuff like that is still going to come back around because that was one of the things I was really missing. Oh, so. undoubtedly. <laughs> I think most of the world was missing those face-to-face mm-hmm. communications. We're, we're having people contact us and say, we're glad you're finally here. We've been waiting on you. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and, and we're finding out a lot of what we're talking about, the coaching, the consulting. Team, there's nobody else down there doing that, mm. or at least not at the same position that we are. We really don't see any competition in it, and people are just lining up almost. Wow, that's wonderful. I like the fact that we now have those two locations. Mm-hmm. We also have the ability to impact more people. Absolutely. You know, it's like these are the various channels and methods in which we do it, but nothing beats face-to-face. No. Nothing beats face-to-face. So with that, and we're going to digress just a little bit into the HJS, the Hustle, Juggle, and Struggle Academy. Its main purpose is to do what, Rita? To educate. 
to educate um, and and to have business owners come in to the program and then leave the program with a with a better perspective and a better handle and and more base knowledge to take their business to the next level. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the main purpose. So uh, initially, we're going to have, you know, um, an online library and things that people can access, um, videos, information, you know, um, blogs and different things like the QuickBooks Corner blog that we have out there right now will transition into um, the HJS Academy. And then We'll, you know, have that available for individuals, but it's also going to those individuals that need that face to face and that that uh, one on one interaction and things like that. They'll have the opportunity to be placed with a coach um, that will work with them on their specific issues on their business. They have homework on their business, you know, um, and a lot of peer to peer learning, which we have found to be the best uh, scenario for a lot of business owners that are trying to grow into the next level is to talk to somebody else that's in the same situation and hear what they're going through. Their pain points. Right, and how they can fix it and, you know, oh, that's a great idea. Maybe I should do that kind of Mm -hmm. thing. And also helps them not feel so alone. Yes, yes. Because most small business owners feel like they're the only ones going through what they're going through. No matter what industry they're in, they think they're the only ones. And the peer-to-peer is going to assist them to realize, no, this is universal. I may not have experienced it right now, but I did experience it. Or, mm-hmm. ooh, I need to be prepared for that because no, it's coming. coming. <laughs> <laughs> that's coming. So I, I believe this this opportunity for them to grow their business and, like you say, the soft skills mm-hmm. is really going to be beneficial to them and then propel them to their next level. Right. So, David, your thoughts about the HGS Academy and its impact with the legacy that you want to leave. Okay, you talk about a legacy. I got pinned down one day. And this nailed happened, down or pinned down? Well, nailed down. And the question they uh, was uh, that I was asked was, when you're 90, hopefully I'm sitting on my front porch contemplating my life, what do you want to have achieved? And I've been asked the same question for years, and it's hard to hard to answer, but the, the nuts and bolts of it is I want to help people. It's as simple as that, and the whole concept of this is to is to help people. We, I feel like we were put here on this earth to help each other. Mm-hmm. We're not out here, everybody on their own, at least in my opinion. I think we're here to support and help and teach and learn from each other, and this is just an opportunity for us to give back to anybody and everybody that wants to learn. One thing we do ask is if, if you participate in what we do that you want to learn. Right. Right. And, and that's key because you can't, a, open, a closed hand can't receive or give anything. That's right. correct. So you've got to be uh, willing to learn, willing to accept what you've been given and apply it. Because usually half the problem, people get the information full of information. It's the application aspect of it. And we both know, all of us know that change is difficult. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Change is very hard. And for those who want to grow their business, they have to change. I mean, how many times have you encountered a small business owner that you know they need help, they need that administrative assistant or that bookkeeper, but they just refuse to let it go? I can't do it. I I just, I don't have enough income or I don't have this, I don't have that. How do we overcome those fears? Partly faith, Mm -hmm. partly other people, and and this is your peer-to-peer if you come into talking with the uh, people that are your peers and they said, you know what? I was in the same situation. I'll give you an example. 
When I first started the firm, I worked out of my house. Obviously, we all work out of the house when we first start. And and it's like, why don't you get an office? I said, I can't afford it. Can't afford to get an office. And everybody, my peers were going, you know what? You get an office. It's like the, the field of dreams. You build it, it will come. Mm-hmm. Okay. Got an office and my business doubled. Wow. I mean, paying the office rent was nothing compared to the increase in business. And, you know, it was, and I figured out also it's, it's, you're legitimate. If you're working out of your house, how do we know that tomorrow you won't just get tired of this and go away? At least if you get an office, you've signed a lease, you've got some sort of commitment uh, to do this. So it's faith and it's your peer to peer stuff and belief is going to happen. Undoubtedly. And I think the academy is going to give some people found more foundation or provide clarity because some folks don't know where they want to go. They're just making the donuts, making the donuts, mm-hmm. making the donuts. Oh, it's tax time. Okay. I got to make some more donuts. No, I don't have to make as many donuts this time, but you know, <laughs> it's going to help provide them some clarity and maybe help them reestablish why. They started their business. Yeah. Oh, a lot, and a lot of that is too. You're making the donuts. You forget the why. You forget why you started what you did. You forget why you were so passionate to take that risk to begin with to jump out on your own. So I think a lot of what it's also going to provide, in addition to the support that you get from the peer to peer learning and the coaches that are involved, um, is going to be the encouragement. I think a lot of that is a solitary fight. I guess you could say as an entrepreneur. You feel like you're alone, like you were saying before. Um, but in this environment with the HJS, it'll give you that encouragement that, hey, you're not alone. There's all of these other individuals that are in different industries, but they're still going through the same struggle. You know, we're all in the same hustle. Like, you know, so just to kind of bring it, bring it back around and just say, you got this, you mm-hmm. know, kind of thing and have a group of people that are going to be there to support you and say, you got this, you know, uh, there is a community out there, you know, and we all should support each other. Undoubtedly. And part of that is if you're part of the program and one of your needs, let's just say is financial, we, we have people that are pre-committed to work with the program. For example, maybe you need a loan. We got bankers that, want to be a part of the program and they're predisposed to want to loan money to, you know, people doing the right thing. So right. We, they're going to still do, do their due diligence, correct. but you will now have an avenue to someone direct versus just the teller you've been making deposits with right. for the past 10 years. Mm-hmm. Right. Because right. you're supposed to have a relationship with a banker. You're supposed to, that's a part of the power five and you'll learn more about that in the HJS Academy. Right. The thing becomes understanding what your real needs are. Because sometimes people don't know what they need. They just know, okay, I'm in chaos. I I just need to, you know, do X, Y, Z, A, B, C. But that may not be the real deal. Well, I mean, the HJS goes on because we we always talk about the Power Five and we always talk about the the need to have those people that surround you to support you and all that other stuff. HJS Academy actually puts that into effect. So it introduces you to all of those individuals. It introduces you to um, how to use those individuals. And you get the one-on-one attention. You get to know what they need from you, too so that you can learn, you know, how to to branch out and utilize and create other relationships in those different industries, you know. Mm -hmm. So because diversity is key, you want to make sure you diversify. Everybody needs that first stepping stone to teach them how to do it and and get comfortable with it. True enough. And I know um, a lot of times that we have individuals who've been making the donuts and making the donuts and they're positioned 
to do something else along with making the donuts. Put icing on the donuts. Right. <laughs> Fill the donuts with jelly. You know, I thought the donuts were coming with the icing. <laughs> right, right. No. no, not all of them. But, you know, they had the ability to branch out because part of their dream was this was maybe the first phase. Mm-hmm. And now we're going to the second phase. But the second phase never came. And they've been in this 10 years. And they're like, how can I get to that second phase? Right. Yeah. So, Chris, tell us about the Power Five. What is it? Well, I know you know what the Power Five is because you actually coined the term. So I really appreciate that. But the Power Five is the five most important professionals that any business owner can have. There's some variation on the last one, but most of the time it's going to be your CPA, your financial planner, your banker, your insurance agent, and your attorney. Having those different individuals collaborate with one another, preferably, or at least making sure that they're all on the same page with you is going to be extremely important. We found out how important it was during COVID, but it's going to be just as important, if not more important, moving forward. So, Chris, how can we get a hold of you for more information? Well, our main office is in San Antonio off of 281 and Bitters. We also have a website, pontemfinancial.com, P-O-N-T-E-M financial.com. And we're also on LinkedIn, Facebook, and of course, we have a phone, 210-625-4845 to reach out to a member of my team or myself. Thank you, Chris. Chris Hall is a financial advisor and partner with Pontum Financial in San Antonio, Texas. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor. Member FINRA slash SIPC. So what else is going on, David? What's what's up um, with the tax view right now for 2022? 2021? We're in 2022. <laughs> There's still a couple of items in 2021. We're not sure. They might change. They might not. This kind of happened last year. Uh, but for the most part, we're pretty set for 2021. 2022 is a new ball game. Mm-hmm. The uh, Build Back Better bill did not pass. It had a bunch of tax changes that we'd you know, actually done some workshops and here's what they're proposing. All of that's out the door and we're back to scratch sheets. Mm. For as I can tell right now. Okay. So, mm-hmm. Right now. Cause I know the. Tomorrow uh, may be different. Oh, of course, because we're, <laughs> we're in America and things change on a dime. But you know, a lot of people are concerned about the child tax credit. Um, the, the last stimulus quote unquote payment they received that third one. So there's so much going on right now that people are literally confused. Do you have some resources maybe that they could get some information from? Well, let's just, let's talk about the advanced child, child tax credit because that, that is confusing everybody that we've talked to. Mm-hmm. Historically, when you file a tax return, you get a credit for your children. The, the, the amount differs, you know, over time, but. You get a credit on your tax return, so therefore you get a certain amount of refund, and people are used to that process. This year, the government's decided, that, oh, we're just going to pay you that child tax credit. Let's say it's 2000 bucks. They're going to pay you so much per month, pay you now, instead of getting it on your tax return. All of a sudden, these people get a letter from the IRS that says, here's how much you paid in this tax credit, and they're going, I don't know what this is. They bring it in to us and say, I got this letter. I don't know what it means. Then when we file it, we get their tax return prepared. They're going, I usually get money back. What happened? Why don't I get money back? They're confused about how all this works and they are not happy. I have yet to find one person who's happy because they spent the money as they went along. They didn't notice it. All of a sudden they're depending on this tax refund because that's how they fund this or fund that every year. They buy a new refrigerator or whatever it might be. 
uh, and that money's not coming this year. Because it was given out. Because they got it early. Because mm. they're 80%, I'm making up this percent, large percent, so I didn't get any money. Mm. But here comes a letter from the IRS that said they did. When you pin them down, make them go look at their bank statement. Well, yeah, I guess so. I guess I did get it. Mm-hmm. People are not happy with that. Undoubtedly. And like you said, they're used to it being one lump sum at the end of the tax season where they planned, okay, refrigerator, car, repair, whatever, mm-hmm. vacation. Hello, I'm there. But now they don't have that option anymore and they're scrambling because they budgeted or they pre-planned for what they thought they were going to get right? based yeah. on what they have gotten previously. Yeah, and I'm not even sure if it's planning at that mm-hmm. point. You know, it's it's more of an assumption, mm-hmm. you know, or an expectation uh, because so many years they didn't get it in an, as an advance. They got it with their tax. So they just expect that that's going to be their refund because, uh, you know, the average Joe out there isn't paying attention to uh, how tax law is, you know, or how the forms are actually filled out or what this means or what that means. Um, so they're just going along thinking things are going to be, you know, the, the, the status quo. Right. Mm-hmm. But um, but surprisingly, it's not. And then so things change, things pivot and people have problems with change. Mm-hmm. So Very difficult. Mm-hmm. And especially if they weren't paying attention other than what the government was giving them. Mm-hmm. They didn't really recognize how it was going to impact. Because right, they got like three or four stimulus checks prior to this that were all tax free, basically. Mm-hmm. And so. They thought this was another in, they, one of they those. They didn't know this was child tax versus stimulus versus grocery. They didn't. Mm-hmm. Just money showing up. I want to take it. Right. Exactly. So now, uh, what did they say? The piper has to be paid. Yes. The mm-hmm. piper has to be paid. And now, instead of you getting your four thousand dollar refund, you may only be getting two hundred. Mm-hmm. If that, mm-hmm. depending on you know your tax. Uh, status at the time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so it is a big change. And mm-hmm. maybe fortunately that buy better, build better, buy whatever it is, bill didn't pass. <laughs> <laughs> you, I'm not an accountant, guys. I'm marketing. What can I tell you? <laughs> but it didn't pass. So that could be advantageous to some extent. But then you also look at it, how many accountants, CPA firms, large companies are having now to deal with, okay, this is another set of questions that we didn't anticipate, and we have to explain it. We have to understand it enough to be able to explain it. And most small business owners are basically single-parent homes, some of them, married couples that got a side hustle, or either this is their livelihood, and they got kids that they weren't thinking, oh, well, this extra $300, dude, you need some gym shoes? Well, we can wait till mm-hmm. April. You know, back to school clothes, we can put some money aside for April, from April and things like that for August. Now it's like, oh, Junior, you might not get no new gym shoes yeah. this year. <laughs> yeah. That's possible. But I think that's where, you know, because that bill didn't pass, but there's going to be another one and there's going to be another one. So there's always going to be changes that are happening. So staying aware and staying present with all of that is is more important now, you know, which is why we're getting more aggressive on our tax planning um, and trying to build strategies for the future for our business owners so that they um, can make some decisions and have a plan and and change their expectation, I guess, with with all the constant changes that happen through the tax law. I like that. I like that. And then in our last few minutes or so, talk a little bit about tax planning. What are the advantages and benefits of it? Rita alluded to some of it, but give us some detail, David. Well, a lot of it is we work with the business and try to figure out where you're going. Uh, One of the first questions we ask if a new business comes in is, what do you want to be when you grow up? What are your aspirations 
What would you like to be five years from now, 10 years from now? What's your exit strategy? And everybody looks at you, not everybody, but the vast majority, and you go, well, I don't know what you're talking about. You know, how are you going to get out of this? Are you going to sell it and become a millionaire someday? Or are you going to work in it till the day you die? Are you going to leave it to your kids? What are you going to do? All of those involve strategies. So there's there's tax planning strategies, which, okay, next year they're going to make it. We can save you $10,000 next year if you do this, if you do that. They're always forward-looking uh but a tax strategy is how much tax dollars I can tell you. They're wealth strategies or wealth building strategies, which we bring in some financial consultants sometimes. We, if you know, you someday you want to build this thing up and make it worth a lot and sell it within the next 20 years, then we might bring in somebody to help do the planning because you need a 10 year path. By a year from now, you need to have this done. By a year after that, it needs to be this done. We're spending a lot more time looking to the future historically than we have in the, in the past. We've more looked to the past. Right. Well, that's excellent because if you're looking to leave a legacy, if you're mm-hmm. looking to sell, or if you're mm-hmm. looking to do anything with your business other than walk away from it, tax planning and tax strategies are essential. Mm-hmm. Essential. So with our last minute, give us a summation of HJS, the new Victoria office, and tax planning strategies. We are here for you to help you in the future, and we got a guy. <laughs> <laughs> we got a guy, guys. We got a guy. HJS Academy will probably be kicking off in 2023. 2023, yes. yes. So mid, yeah. Um, but we're going to look to... Um, kind of jump that, you know, kind of get into it with the QuickBooks Corner. So we're kind of taking the uh, the coaching and everything we've been doing with the QuickBooks and uh, kind of turning that into more um, videos available, how-to instructions and things like that to kind of start um, giving resources out to the business owners, you know, that need it. So Excellent, mm-hmm. excellent. Well, I would suggest everybody, anybody who's listening, who's interested in HGS Academy, start looking at our website, www.plemonscpa.com as a starting point. We have a lot of our podcasts already out there, QuickBooks Corner, blogs, information that can help educate you about your small business. Once again, we had in the studio David B. Plemons and Rita McDaniel from Plemons CPA. Thank you, guys. Thank Thank you you so much. For more information about any of our guests, or if you have questions and comments, please email us at admin at And don't forget to check out our website, PlemonsCPA.com, for upcoming events and workshops in San Antonio. David B. Plemons CPA Inc. is providing this podcast as a public service, but it is neither a legal interpretation nor a statement of David B. Plemons CPA Inc. policy. Reference to any specific product or entity does not constitute an endorsement or recommendation by David B. Plemons CPA Inc. The views expressed by guests are their own, and their appearance on the Hustle, Juggle, and Struggle of Small Business podcast does not imply an endorsement of them or their concepts or any entity they represent. Views and opinions expressed by David B. Plemons CPA Inc. employees are those of the employees and do not necessarily reflect the views of David B. Plemons CPA Inc. or any of its officials. You should always consult your own investment advisors, attorneys, and accountants before making any decisions concerning your financial matters. If you have any questions about this disclaimer, please contact our office.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.